Welcome to the Doy Boys Podcast, episode 35. We have a special guest today, someone that I've known for a decent amount of time. Used to be my arch nemesis. Also the most redneck badger I know. Adam freaking Clausen. In the flesh. In the flesh. Dude, I'm going to start this podcast with a strange topic. Oh boy. I heard you ate a blackbird, man. Yeah. I... <laughs> what? Was it like was it just Blackbird? Like straight Blackbird? Dude, I freaking shot the bird, put it on a stick and roasted it over a fire. <laughs> Honestly, not the worst tasting bird I've ever tried. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was actually... It was, was alright. It was decent. No, you tried to enjoy that. You didn't actually like it. Yeah, my parents were watching, so I pretended to enjoy it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. The, dude, why are you freaked out about a Blackbird, the, man? I have literally paid you 20 bucks to drink a cup of Junebugs. See, okay. How is that? See, but that's disturbing. Worse? That's See, that is also disturbing, but like, because like I like to hunt. So I've eaten doves before. Like dove, sure. You shoot a dove, you eat it. You eat like a grouse or like a turkey, like any kind of wild game like that. But like a, like a blackbird? Isn't there a, a nursery rhyme about blackbirds or like some kind of a poem about a king eating blackbird pie? I, I yo, Isn't I think there? I actually know what you're talking about, but I don't think it's blackbird pie. I think it has something to do with magpies. Yeah, that's true. See, the thing is though, blackbirds, now that I think back on it, I should not have done that because they're like... They eat the nastiest stuff ever, and they carry, like, a shit ton of diseases. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, sir. There's a reason every time I found a blackbird nest with babies in it, I blow that shit up. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Johnny would be proud of you. Kill all the babies. Kill Uh, all babies. Johnny Wall. Dude. 2022. So, like, what went through your head? Like, were you just, like, like, to just eat it? Well, you just wanted to try it? Try everything once, you know. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm down for that, actually. I mean, maybe not blackbirds, but, like, I want to try a lot of different meats. Like, I want to try, like, a lot of different meats. I also tried sparrow. That one doesn't see... Like, when you say, I ate a sparrow, that's, like... It's not disturbing. But when yeah, you but say you I feel, ate... But I don't feel like the blackbird's that disturbing in my head. But squirrel is? Yes. See, the thing is, if you compare, it like, a sparrow to a blackbird... Eating a sparrow, it's like, let's say, you go to the lake and you catch, I don't know, let's say, you catch a rainbow trout. Like, if you don't prepare it right, it doesn't taste that good. But if you catch a blackbird, that's like basically catching a sheephead and eating it. Like, yeah, they're nasty. That's true. I have you ever eaten a sheephead? Heck no, man. Those things look nasty. Dude, I, every single time, like, growing up, if I would go fishing, I'd catch a catfish. Everyone said, throw it back, you know, we don't eat catfish. And I was like, why? And then we cooked catfish one time, and it was, it was pretty good. It was, actually, it was actually pretty damn good. As long as you cut it into small slices, and you get rid of that gray. You know what that, that, like when you fillet a fish, there's like that gray. Stripe down the Yeah, sand. gray. Yeah. yeah, you got to take that off, and you cut it into small strips. You put a bunch of Cajun on there, and then a nice batter. Bussin'. Some spices can make anything taste good. Yeah, I mean, if it's spicy, dude, I love spicy food, man. I love spicy food. Yeah. So you've been grinding at the gym. So how you, uh, how's that coming along? Well, I mean, it's so far. It's I've I've been seeing progress, especially lately. 
I started like going to the gym in January consistently. And since then, I put on between 17 and 20 pounds of muscle. Okay. So yeah, uh, your arms got larger. How so? How much are you? How much can you bench right now? Uh, I hit 245 a couple of days ago. Dang. So yeah. That's not like one of those like machine bench presses. Nah, right? man, free weight. Free weight. Completely free weight. Probably one of the slowest reps I've ever gotten, but <laughs> I got it up. Oh man, that's an. That type of stuff makes me jealous. When I hear that type of stuff, I'm like, man, I need to go to the gym. I just wouldn't be able to go very often. Like I said, so busy all the time. I'd be able to go like twice a week, but then again, I could still go twice a week. So I, You can I'm go just... twice a week and then go for a couple hours those twi- two times because I go four times a week and only go for like an hour. And I know people, I know one of my cousins, he goes three times a week and I think he works up for like two two and a half hours and this guy is huge jacked oh yeah like absolutely massive every single hour that you put in it makes a huge difference mm-hmm. yeah it does do you take creatine at all yes i take creatine uh i don't know how many milligrams it is i think well one scoop a day so i'm honestly thinking about just taking creatine for like work because i do like every now and then i do quite a bit of heavy lifting so oh yeah like i feel like just just that like it's not like anything crazy but it's like physical labor so if i'm doing it consistently you know what i mean i feel like it could make a difference like consistent 40 pound reps like you're you're still doing something there you know those concrete curbs yeah so just the other day i had to put down i don't know we probably put down over 100 of them okay we had to like some guy would load up a bunch of them with a fork or with a skid steer and he'd drive up to us and we'd have to lift it off and place it on the ground did like over 100 of those those are decently heavy heavy. yeah so i have a topic change okay has anybody here heard about the line they're building in saudi arabia i just seen it yesterday i just seen it today it is i think it's really cool but i also think it's very bad I think it's kind of... Are we all... Do you kind of... You'll, you'll have to educate me on this a little bit because I haven't heard about this one yet. So if you don't know what the line is, they announced now in Saudi Arabia they're going to build a vertical... Or no, a linear city. They're building everything in literally just a straight line that goes like... It's a skyscraper. It said it was the height of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Up, like literally just this big... Over 36 kilometers. I think it's like maybe a kilometer... Yeah, that. So they're building that and it can fit like hundreds of thousands of people and they just live in different like floors and they make it so that everything is accessible by walking and you can get from the front to the back. You can get anywhere in less than 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and there's no vehicles in there other than like public trains. And and everything like every shop that you need is is uh, within five minutes walking distance. That's, That's how they're building it. I mean, if you're down for that. I am definitely not down for that. No, me neither. I'd like to visit it, though. The cool part about it is the place that they're building it, there is ocean on one side and mountains on the other side. And you're right there where you can go and explore that stuff. Until they they have some sort of agenda and they lock all the gates. Like, you're literally in this giant prison then. Yeah, that's that's the the sketchy part about it. Like, kind of, if you ever watched the Lorax before... It reminds me of that. Like, you know how they're locked out? They're locked inside that town or that city? 
Oh, yeah. And they have, like, people patrolling the edges and stuff, like, robots. I don't really remember the movie. But it would be like that if anything political happened there. They could literally just lock every single gate. Nothing's coming in or out. I mean, they already did, they already did that here, dude. They already did that here where they stopped everyone from leaving, like, getting out. And uh, how much easier would it be getting in a place that has only two walls? Yeah. Yeah, you're stuck. You're, you're stuck. Sc- you're not screwed, going anywhere. Man. You have people patrolling the outside and the inside. Yeah. Someone made a good point. The most likely, the only the ultra-rich ultra, ultra rich would be able to experience sunlight, like have their houses in the sun, because everybody would be under that. Like, yeah. The way society would probably work in there, the top people are at the top. Everybody below is like on the ground floor. Oh, yeah, I could see that. So, I don't know. It seems kind of dystopian. I don't really trust it, but it's super cool. Well, if they build it, I'll go visit it. That's it. People, yeah. sh- people should not be living in a stack, though. I don't think that people should be living in a stack, no. like on top of each other. Like in New York City, these massive skyscrapers of people, like in a compressed area, there's millions of people living there. Like that can't be healthy. And, and if you look at how the people live in New York, they're all straight up assholes. Yeah, they're miserable. They're miserable. Like people there are pretty much rats. <laughs> you know, funny you'd say that. They actually did a study with rats. And they found that the, the the closer you put them, like the more rats you have in a close proximity to each other, the more aggressive and like like the rats start losing it. And they think that the same thing happens with humans. Funny fact, most cities are all Democrat. And if people start to lose their minds mm-hmm. and <laughs> once they're then in they close proximity. Democrat. Yeah. Uh, they do say that cities are more liberal-minded and the more urban, no, the more rural areas are the conservative uh, Republican kind of zones. Oh, which which honestly makes sense. I mean, if you are in a city, you're meeting so many people and it's like so diverse and you're seeing like so many different social issues, I, I could see it being very, I can, I can kind of see why. Yeah. Like, it makes sense that they're assholes because, like, I don't know. I find that I sometimes need my own privacy. Hey, I've visited New York, and there's some great people there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There is some great people in New York. See, the city life is for some people, but I could never do it. Like, it just feels like a giant, like, concrete prison. Another topic change, real quick. Off your phone, son. Sorry, sorry. Off your the phone, son. Hey, stay off your phone during the pod. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I did want to ask, because I do want to focus this conversation a little bit more towards the guest. Um, so I know you were, like, really into outdoor stuff. Yeah. You were. Um, are you still pursuing any of that type of stuff? Like, are you going for, like, are you going to do uh, go out for deer hunting season this year or something? Honestly, like, two years ago, I really wanted to get into that. And COVID definitely put, like, a big damper damper on my hopes there but if i had the chance to do it i would be ready because i have my hunting license and i have a crossbow i would just need to buy a tag but at the same time i don't really have much time to do that right now like literally with going to the the, basically work and gym is majority of my life right now and occasionally i have a little time to do some fun activities with the guys that go on a trip or something like that but Mostly this year, I've mostly been focusing on just self-improvement. Self-improvement? I mean, that's great. Like, uh, 
I mean, that's actually awesome. So what do you mm-hmm. mean uh, uh, in, what do you mean self-improvement? Like what things have you done to improve yourself? Well, definitely setting goals, like going to the gym at least four days a week. Like honestly, at this point, if I don't get that those four workouts in by Saturday, I will just go to one of the gyms here in Leamington on Sunday because I feel guilty if I don't. And also... Um, just making smarter financial choices because I, a little while ago I was going to buy a bike and I kind of thought about it and I was like, dude, I, I'm not going to use the bike that much. And it's going to be, end up being one of those extra costs that I don't need. So now I'm working on saving up to, for a down payment on a house so I can flip it and then sell it and make profit. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Having property is always a good, it's always a good investment. Oh yeah. And I think the housing market just went down a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it's going down. You know what I've actually been looking into? Uh, I've been looking into some land up north. There's places where you can get 100-acre lots for, like, under 100000 Oh, heck yeah. It's dirt cheap out mm. there. Like, Yes, sir. And mm. it's beautiful. Obviously, there's no water. There's no hydro. You'd be roughing it. You'd be roughing it. But the thing is, I don't know if you've ever checked on Airbnb. Have you ever seen those tiny little cabin hut things yep. that they've yeah. had? I've honestly debated on just like grabbing like a nice hundred acre plot, see if I can get a river on it at best or even near the water, and then just sectioning off a hundred or like ten acre plots. Sorry. Just do like ten Airbnbs. Yeah, and then ten of those little like Airbnb hut things. You know what I mean? That'd be a cool idea. Because apparently the, the people are pretty big on that type of stuff. Oh yeah. 100%. Going out there and, and, and like you're actually enjoying nature because that's undisturbed over there. Like okay. when we were up by uh, Schmidt's cabin, like seeing the uh, seeing the woods there, like and all the rocks and, and walking around and seeing moose shit and <laughs> I don't know, like it's it's unreal. Rattlesnakes. Yeah, I almost rattlesnakes. stepped on a rattlesnake. Yeah, dude. Dude, where we, I touched yeah. one. I swear the most dangerous creature out here is a freaking cobra chicken. <laughs> there's actually mississauga rattlers in uh, or at uh, point peely seriously yes sir sheesh dude i remember being always told as a kid that canada had nothing poisonous no yeah, that's that bullshit. is straight cat i mean we have very minimal poisonous things yeah compared to america but like we still got some freaking scary creatures out here america doesn't even really have that many until you start going south yeah but I was, uh, like, when I was in Texas and New Mexico, I'd walk around the desert and try to catch black widows. Yikes. Those things always freaked me out. I don't know if I told this story on the pod, but I was in the desert. What? The the, the spider one? Oh, okay. Anyway, you know, I'm going to tell Adam. I I caught a black widow, and it was, like, on a stick, and it, it dropped down on a web, and a gust of wind flew by, and it disappeared. Oh, yeah, so I don't know, and the, and the wind blew towards me, so I don't know where that black widow went. So for like five minutes, you're just constantly checking your legs, making sure it's oh. not crawling all over you. I looked like a madman out in the desert, <laughs> jumping around. Dude, I went so, when I was in Mexico the one time, so, um, oh, where was this? For everybody that doesn't know, there's a big part of Mexico called Chihuahua, and there's a bunch of little, like, what they call in German DARPA out there, like little... Mennonite villages. Yeah, yeah. basically. And my sister and brother-in-law, they lived at one of these. 
And so we would go there to visit them for like a month or two at a time sometimes. And I was staying in one of their trailers, or not one of their trailers, one of their parents' trailers. And I was bringing out some garbage. So I'm just kind of walking along, minding my own business. And completely like just lost my train of thought. I was just like in not, a vibe basically. Not thinking. All of a sudden, literally like half a foot from my foot, there's this like massive like three and a half four foot rattlesnake just sitting right in front of me i almost shat myself luckily this thing didn't really notice me because it was still completely relaxed but yeah i murdered that thing which is scaring the shit out of me damn i don't know if i've told this story on the podcast but in mexico my grandpa like way back when he was a kid he was walking through like the mountain the mountains with his dad like just somewhere like I don't really know more like a wild area and my grandpa got bit by a by a, by a venomous snake probably a rattlesnake and right? uh, I would assume so yes and then his dad sucked the venom from that like spot in his ankle spit it out and I don't know how venomous it was how crucial that was that he sucked it out but my grandpa always said that that was the reason that he lived because of that like he thought he like he said he would have died if his dad wouldn't have sucked the venom out like that but I've also heard rumors that you can't actually suck the venom out. No, you can. You can suck the venom out, but don't do that. Um, like, don't like, just don't do that. Just let your you kid run the die. risk of killing just yourself. Just let your son basically. die. Yeah, no, don't let your like not. I mean, if like, there's not really an option for hospital at that point. Yeah, if you don't like, if you're out in the middle of nowhere and there's no way you're gonna get to the hospital. You gotta do what you gotta do, dude. I don't even know about then, man. Because like I've, I've, like snakes were my favorite animal, right? And growing up as a kid, I would try to get every single, like when if I would go to the library or anywhere I would go where I could get books or if I could watch something, it'd be documentaries and books on animals, all the time, twenty four seven. Snakes were my favorite, so I did a lot of research on snakes. And I found out that a lot of the things that people tell you to do are complete cap. Like to put a tourniquet on if you get bit in a limb, to put a tourniquet on your limb. What's what's a tourniquet? It's like if let's say you got um, shot in your leg, or you cut your leg really bad. You gotta put like it's like taking your belt off and like tightening above the wound to yeah. stop the bleeding. So some people, if they get bit, they'll put a tourniquet above the bite. To, like, kind of isolate the venom in that well, area. To, not let the blood pump there so fast. Yep. That can severe, like, that can cause severe nerve damage and tissue damage in that limb, in that part of the limb that you uh, cut off the circulation to. And you can lose that limb if you put a tourniquet off, tur- tourniquet on. Um, also, if you suck the venom out, if you have any sores in your mouth, you just basically envenomate yourself, or if you swallow any, that can put both of you at risk. The best thing to do is to, uh, lower, like, try to lower your heart rate. Like, if you get bit, try to stay calm, because the lower your heart rate is, the le- like, the slower, the longer it takes for the venom to reach your heart, and then you can get time to go to the hospital and get saved. Just chill out. Yeah, chill out. Chill out. Or just try not to get bit. Yeah, or try not to get bit. Don't go out hunting for danger. Probably the smartest thing to do, Joey. 
Oh, dude, I'm down. Like, I was literally, I grabbed, as soon as I realized there was rattlesnakes out there, I almost stepped on one. And then we, like, went back to the cabin. I went right back out with a net because I wanted to see if I could catch one. That just sounds like something you would do. Dude, we pinned it, one of the head, <laughs> like, we pinned down one of the rattlesnake's heads. And I touched it, dude. I wanted to grab it, but we were, like, so far out. And I was just like, well, I don't know if this would put a... If you get oh. bit, Joey's staying behind. And I just don't know if that would have ruined the trip or something. So I was like, better safe than sorry. Maybe not pick it up, because I've not this time. Because I've seen videos of like somebody grabbing the head of a snake, like if they don't know how to do it properly, which I think I know how to do it properly. I've just never done it. <laughs> I've done it on like non-venomous snakes. Yeah. But I know that like sometimes they can slip their fang out of the side of their mouth. And so if you don't hold it right, you can still get pricked, which would not be mm-hmm. fun. I love venomous snakes, dude. They're the cool, like all the creepy crawlies are the coolest animals. It's like, I would see lion documentaries and I was like, oh, yay. It's like a big cat and it eats yeah. the deer. So what? Honestly, I hate that, like, especially Mennonites, they have such a thing against snakes just because it says that the devil was a snake in the Bible. Dude, you don't even understand. Like, growing up in an old colony school and snakes being my favorite animal, not even just that, I was the one kid that wanted to be a police officer. <laughs> and I also thought that, like, like, I had admiration for soldiers. Like, from my own family, from literally everybody in the entire school. Nobody basically, agreed with any of that type of stuff. Basically, against went against a lot of the things that... The Mennonites believe is wrong. Yeah, man. I always thought I was like an oddball from the start growing up. And like, I, I don't like, I, like when somebody's like, if I see a snake, I can't kill it, dude. I, I know you were cringing when Adam mentioned about shooting that snake. And killed the rattlesnake. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> I know you were cringing. <laughs> hey, honestly, if it wasn't like right by my sister's house and by my nephews, I wouldn't have done it. See, but... that's understandable. Um, Especially if you don't have the means to get yeah, rid of it. Exactly. But even if you kill it, like, I'm going to eat it, man. I'm well, gonna I would have. But my parents would have been like, oh, heck no, dude. Like, they, <laughs> they flat out would have been like, dude, you're not touching that thing now. My parents said that in Mexico when they were growing up, they, they all thought, like, even the lizards were, like, poisonous. And they had to stay away from them. I would run around and catch them. And they all thought I was insane. They're just like, what are you doing? I'm just going to run around and catch lizards, man. There are some venomous lizards out there, though, right? Two. There's two venomous the lizards. The Komodo dragon. That is that thing incorrect. Is massive. Yeah, it spits venom, dude. No, it, that, no, what? no, it doesn't spit venom. Komodo dragon, what? they just have, they have like a bacteria in their uh, saliva that causes the death of other animals. It's not necessarily venomous. And it's fatal to humans. Yes. And there's also the Gila You just monster. fine printed me. Yeah, they can kill you with their spit. Same it's, thing. It's a buildup of other rotten. Yeah, it's like, it's a buildup of bat, like, like toxic bacteria. But they're not toxic. Like, they can't create their own venom. You know what I mean? But Gila monsters are actually ven- venomous. Gila monsters are venomous. And then there's another uh, venomous lizard called the Mexican beaded lizard. Those two are the only venomous lizards on the planet at least that humans know of yeah yeah, yeah. 
There could definitely be some strange species yeah. out there that we don't know of. There's definitely things out there that we've never seen. Dude, just go to the Amazon rainforest and you'll yeah. realize really quick that you haven't discovered nearly everything. Yeah. Bro, oh, that, that place would be scary to walk through. I had a couple cousins that actually stayed three nights in those in that Ooh. jungle. And some of the stories they told were actually insane because like they had like a guy taking them through. And they walked past a plant and they're like, yo, come look at this. And they're like, dude, that's sick. What is it? And he's like, if you touch that, you're going to die. And they're like, oh, <laughs> duly noted. A plant? I think it was some sort of plant or, no, yeah, it was a plant. It was some sort of real, like, poisonous plant that would, like, cause his throat to swell up. Whoa. It was insane. And then I think the next night they were staying, like, in hammocks from tree to tree. And they heard sounds coming from around the... The, their campsite. They were in hammocks in the Amazon jungle. Oh, freak yeah, man. I would do it. Heck that's yeah, the, man. <laughs> that, that seems I would like the not only way do to do it. <laughs> Next day, the guide said that there were three pumas that were walking around them, like basically arguing with each other over which territory they're in because they were literally at like uh, a point where three pumas' territories met. Ooh, that's insane. That is like what I... That's like a dream come true, dude. If you see, if you were to see that cat staring you down from like 50 feet away. Oh, I'd shit myself. Oh, if you're in a man. hammock and you look out of the hammock and you see six glowing eyes. I'd shit, like I said, I'd shit myself, but that would be sick. <laughs> that would be so cool. Dude, you don't even understand. Like when you're walking through the woods and you got a flashlight or something, you hear a noise and you turn around and you see a pair of glowing eyes that are head level with you. Oh, that's happened to me before where I'm walking in the woods like because uh, my family's got a cabin up north, right? Mm -hmm. I'm walking up north in the woods at night and then I hear some. I turn around, point my flashlight at it, and there's just like these glowing eyes that are like head level that are just staring at me. And I'm just like, what is that? And then, <laughs> and then I realize they're just a bunch of deer. It's <laughs> <laughs> still creepy. Oh, it's, it, it is creepy. And then immediately after you realize it's a deer, your mind goes to, oh, shit, when to go. Like, what do you mean? Like, after or before? After. Like, literally, that's happened oh, to me Wendigos, before. Oh, Wendigos, they take forms of deer as well. Yeah. So. And, like, a lot of the stories I've heard is, like, when they're, they, they try to act normal, but there's something off about them. And last time, it was early in the morning, and I was on my way to work, and I saw a deer walking along the... How long ago was this? It was like last year sometime, actually. And it was walking along the side of the road. And I just look at it, and I shit you not, it looked like its head was on backwards. What? I'm not kidding. And this is all, like this is when I was starting to listen to a lot more of these stories, so it was still like freaking the shit out of me whenever I seen a deer doing something weird. But now I'm like, it could have just been a deer that was trying to get an itch on its back or something. But just the way that it looked, it was so weird. It could have probably just trying to, because I've seen deer like, they can turn they, their head quite far. Yeah, right? They turn their head back. So it could have been done, doing something strange. But have you ever heard of CWD? Do you no, know what that's... that is? It's something that I am really nervous about when it comes to deer Because I just got into the deer hunting, um, I guess. I just got into deer hunting, right? Mm -hmm. So this is going to be my third year going out. In November, third year going out to hunt deer. And CWD is something called chronic wasting disease, and it's something that's spreading across the states. It is like a disease that pretty much turns a deer's 
brain into Swiss cheese. Puts a bunch of holes in their in their head, and they start like becoming zombie deer. Dude, and, this thing's weird. Oh yeah, if you look up videos of it, it's it's messed up. And apparently, like I, apparently it's been found in Canada before. I think in certain places, and I just it, apparently it's like it's can caught like it's gonna like if it gets out of hand, it could cause a real problem with the population of deer across north america which would mess with the ecosystem yeah mess with the ecosystem and one thing that uh that causes cwd because it's like spread through saliva and like bodily fluids so these hunters that put up a deer what are they called um food plots they put up food plots or feeders or salt licks one deer comes around licks the salt lick and then another deer comes around and licks the salt lick that has seed. Like if one deer has CWD and licks the salt lick and another deer comes around and licks it, that deer is going to get it. And then they just go nuts. Like if you see videos, they like run in circles. They look half dead. Like they just go sicko mode. It's going to be the walking dead of deer. Yeah, literally. You know what's, you know what's kind of whack? The, you know Parks Canada? Yeah. They announced on their website, it's a couple of weeks ago now, there is a, like a massive disappearance of, of squirrels. Like, it's legit. It sounds like a joke, but it's legit. They announced that the squirrel population, like so many squirrels have just vanished. I think Joey's wild. got some explaining to do. Dude. <laughs> Dude. The squirrels are taking over. They're, they're just getting ready now. No, but like this is legit. Does this does this confirm our suspicions? I think so. What if the squirrels are the ones that are giving the deers the chronic waste disease? Well, squirrels are in charge of the world. Yeah, like they they could like they're like the deer are part of the wildlife, so they could easily get to them first. Oh yeah, but what does that have to like? I mean, I guess it leaves more food sources for them. But it also is we do not understand the squirrels. We do not understand. In the squirrels train of thought yes yeah they are high they are higher and highly uh, intellectual beings they yeah have... I, I hope at the end of this sorry for cutting you off it's fine that i find out that the leader of the squirrels is scrap from ice age <laughs> that would be lit <laughs> yo we've been indoctrinated from the start dude with the ice age movies man that's definitely them, what it is they make them seem dumb so that we think they're dumb Dude, do you think yeah. people do that? What's do you that? think there's people that just like straight up act really dumb, but they're like really smart? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Sure. Wow, that was uh, uh, most of us talking at the same time there. <laughs> do you do you think you've known anybody that's done that? Yep. Uh, I know who? somebody like that. Um, I can't say for confidential reasons. Damn, can you can you explain what they do without naming names? They act dumb, but they're actually highly intelligent. Ah, but I'm listening. I'm looking for specifics, man. It's hard to it's hard to explain that because they're acting dumb. Yeah, I guess some <laughs> people get like in a friend group. There's one friend that everyone kind of looks at and thinks, "Oh, he's kind of stupid compared to the rest of us." Like, kind of the one that always gets picked on a little bit. And those tend to be some of the most intelligent of the groups. It's the quiet guy. And the ones picking on them 
are actually the most insecure in the group. Yo, that's actually facts, mm-hmm. man. That's so facts. The biggest douchebags, I feel like, are the ones that are actually... Well, they do it so that it's not the target's not on them. It's all reflecting. They, 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 they create a target. I feel like people tend to deflect... And like what they what they put onto other people is how they see themselves. Yeah, yeah, that that is what it is. A lot of times, like if you hear somebody talking about like how they look, like picking on how somebody looks, they probably feel insecure about that about themselves. Yeah, but what about really nice people though? Because it's often said that the re- like people that are really nice actually feel really crappy about themselves. So, like I feel like it goes both ways. The nicest people and the like m- like biggest douchebags. It goes both ways. Well, the thing is, the nicest pe- or like the people that act super nice, even though they feel crappy about themselves, they don't want anyone else to feel like that. That's what I like, mean. They know what it feels like to feel mm-hmm. crappy. That's what I mean. So, so like, and then there's like the douchebags that make other people feel like crap because they, like, probably, maybe they had a bad home life and they th- or they think of themselves that way, so they try to make someone else feel like that too. Or or they just have, like, an elevated ego and they are just legitimately a douchebag. Those people yeah. exist, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know a couple of those guys. A couple of those guys? Yeah. I bet they're your best friends, eh? Heck yeah, I, I feel like I feel like a lot of gym bros are like that. They have high egos. Okay, there is high egos in the gym, for sure. I have seen it firsthand. And one of these guys, he is a legit douchebag. I'm not going to name him, but, uh, yeah, he basically thinks he's the main character and everyone else is just like background but from what i've like realized from especially being at the gym that i'm at people have high egos but it's like almost in a joking way because like Mm. my my buddy tim shout out to him he's gonna be pissed for me pissed at me for doing that but (laughs) um he's absolutely massive and he likes rubbing it in my face sometimes but then I'll hit a PR or something, and he will be, like, hype as shit because his gym bro just hit a PR. And the rest of the people in the gym are like, dude, nice job. And it goes vice versa, too. Like, you got to back each other you up. Guys yeah. ta- you taunt each other, but in the end, you both want to see each other succeed. Yeah, because, yeah, like, it's, it's, yeah. it drives you. If someone's like, dude, you're, like, such a, such a wimp, you can get that weight up, it gives you that extra, extra push to actually get that weight up. Yeah, that's true. Dude, I'll see that. I love Tim, man. He's great. Guy's such, such a vibe, dude. Like, I couldn't live without that guy. He's been my best friend for like eight years now, already. Oh, you guys have been hanging out for like the longest time. Heck yeah. I used to hang out with him a lot too, and then life. Yeah, life happens. Life happens, and stuff starts to go different ways. Life is busy. Like me and Schmidt hardly hung out until like the one day we just had a bonfire and he was like, "Yo, let's start a podcast." And then I would say we hung out, we did hang out, but like more on like once every other week kind of basis. Yeah, we then like we, the, we had the podcast idea, and now we've since then we've gotten a lot. Like it's closer, a lot closer. Well, it was kind of like uh, it was like uh, before high school we hung out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. High school hit. We hung out quite a bit in the beginning of high school, and then there was like this section where we didn't really hang out whatsoever, yeah. and then it just started to come back. And then you said the one time, like, "Yo, let's, we should start a podcast." And then we started a podcast, and I'm in your wedding. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dude, sick, yes, man. sir. I'm proud. I'm so proud. 
to be a groomsman for the for the mans. Dude, honestly, being a groomsman is a vibe. I've done it once, and it was lit. It's always lit. a lot of fun to be around. Like, I'm just worried for if he's the one going to be in charge of the bachelor party. Oh, dude. Yeah, you... Joey's in charge of the bachelor party. Like, <laughs> We're not going to see Schmidt for like two weeks We're and not know We're stripping him naked. We're kidnapping him, <laughs> well, stripping him naked. <laughs> <laughs> that whole that podcast that you heard of my uh, bachelor party plan is happening to Schmidt. For all we know, he said it just as a distraction, so Schmidt's going to expect it and you're going to do something totally different all it's gonna be I'm worse gonna start carrying a knife and if anyone tries to kidnap me you just shank the homie slash the homie man <laughs> you the just news, shank the homie yeah, the news shank. next day says man was murdered for planning bachelor party i have you, a you bulletproof vest you gotta know i'm strapped i have a bulletproof vest bro that is facts it's knife is proof, it knife proof? yes and taste proof is your, is your face knife proof no but you can buy like chain mail if you chain show up in chainmail and a and a <laughs> bulletproof vest, you already win. Like you, you can just take me. I don't care. <laughs> just, just, just gonna take his knife and be like, here, take this too. You can just take me. I don't care, dude. There's other ways I could do it too. Like literally, just we'd be chilling and drop a roofie in your drink, yeah. man. That's the easiest way to do it. Like, no, man. I honestly, mean, I would not appreciate that. Do, do it like they do in the movies. Just like chloroform him and then take him. No, no, no. Pull a hangover. Like the hangover movies where like they all take some sort of crazy drug on accident. And then they end up in like Thailand. Dude, that would be sick. But oh. which, which country would you want to end up in? Honestly, anywhere except for like Canada. North Korea. Afghanistan or something. No, dude, imagine you wake up in North Korea. Can't <laughs> That'd even be a trip. Imagine, like, you got your, your thing is to break out of there. Dude, did you hear about that guy a long time ago in North Korea? Who took he, the... He stole a sign as a joke. Like, he just stole it off a building, or inside the building. Mm-hmm. They, have it, they had it on surveillance. They arrested him right when he tried to get on his flight home. Uh, I think he's an American citizen. So... He was in jail for years, and he got really sick in jail, and they shipped his, they shipped him back home. But he was like really sick, and then he like died like right after. But like they they tore their they did an autopsy, and there was like signs of torture. For stealing a sign. For stealing a, a propaganda sign, flag. Oh. Or a propaganda he poster. He literally died. He was in a coma when he arrived, in the country, and then he died. Dude. Well, I mean, okay, like. He he definitely put himself in that situation. He's stupid. Yeah, he's you're like, in North Korea. He was like twenty. Yeah, yeah. Like you're in North Korea, and you're gonna go and do this, like, and yeah. expect not to get caught, like. But death, though, dude. Not, or not. North Korea is just different. I'm telling you. Imagine your homies playing a bachelor party, and you just you wake up to like Kim Jong Un slapping you in the face. <laughs> he's like, wake up. Do you wake ever up. feel like a plastic bag? <laughs> Should I have caught that reference? Uh, <laughs> you have not seen the interview, dude. It's like the it's like I've seen it. Where they're talking to Eminem, and, <laughs> and they're like, when people talk, like when people say I'm homophobic because like I <laughs> have slurs against gays. That's because oh, that I'm gay. Eminem, is, that the, yeah. is that the movie where Eminem came out as gay? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, it's great. That's Zach such a Efron, funny movie. I think. Have you ever seen it? 
I feel like I've seen it somewhere, probably on TikTok a while ago, but... Dude, it's, it's funny. That's not Zac Efron, that's uh, James Franco and Seth Rogen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. James Franco, Seth Rogen. I don't know if you've ever seen Pineapple Express. Have no. you ever seen uh, I've heard The Brothers it. Grimsby? Yes. It's that's so funny, bad, man. Or The Dictator. Oh, um, Yes, that one's good. <laughs> Anything with Sasha Baron Cohen is hilarious. Like Borat. Borat's too good. If you haven't seen Borat, go watch both. I bet I haven't watched a single one of them yet. This is my this is my sister. She's number three prostitute in all of Kazakhstan. <laughs> Very nice. My wife, she died. Half five. <laughs> I love that movie, man. Oh, have you, like, which one is that from? The first one. Oh, dude, have you seen the, like, there's the dictator when they're in the Olympics or they're doing the running oh, he's... and then he's losing so he just shoots the guy shoots <laughs> <laughs> him in the knees yeah <laughs> runs by and that was the movie where he kept like telling people to execute people yeah. right oh he yeah he would tell his like guards to execute someone uh-huh. anybody that annoyed him he'd just like do the little hand gesture at the neck like kill him <laughs> oh, that's so funny I love it oh dude that video well that I recently watched just... the Brothers Grimsby again oh that's a funny movie so bad it it is uh it is pretty um I feel like I need to catch up on a lot of movies. Don't watch those. Yeah, uh, <laughs> The Brothers Grimsby. It's stupid funny. So there's these guys. There's I'll tell you this one scene. I don't want to spoil it. Is it, it. the elephant scene? Dude. Yeah. Oh, of course it's the elephant scene. Oh. <laughs> so there's no. these guys that are hunting down these two dudes and they're the Brothers Grimsby. And they don't have anywhere to hide but they see a group of elephants no so they decide to hop in the vagina of a female oh don't even talk about it it gets gets so much worse it gets worse it gets it gets worse so basically there's they're hiding in there and then (laughs) there's a male elephant and he mounts oh And that's what? not that's not the that's half not of even it. the bad part. Oh dude, it can that, get worse. It gets that lady worse. that lady elephant gets trained by a <laughs> bunch of elephants. Yeah, like <laughs> And they're just there. So that like they say it was a very sticky situation. And the, and the guys wanted to get it over with faster. Oh, so they helped along. Okay. <laughs> don't watch it. Anybody listening, please oh, don't watch it. That We're terrible. so sorry. Dude, I remember watching that movie and that scene came on. And I'm like, what am I seeing? Dude, like, my brain. I was like... watching it with my girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't really remember the plot. Because I had watched it a long time ago. And I was like, hey, let's watch this funny movie. And she was horrified. Just, <laughs> she was horrified. I'm just wondering, like... Who wrote the script to this movie? Like a genius, probably Sasha Baron Cohen. That that guy, he's got some wacky, funny stuff. That's not <laughs> even funny. That's just like gonna give me nightmares. It, yeah, that's the point. Like it's making making you absolutely cringe. Like oh. I cringe talk. Like I'm cringing talking about this because oh, I just got reminded of that whole disgusting. scene. In my stomach it's hurts. So nasty. Dude, watching that scene made me wanna like. It did some. It it. I think it changed my my psyche. 
it, I feel like it re- like created connections in my brain. That Rewired were, your brain. That weren't supposed to be there. Like, it was like somebody did a very bad job wiring a house. <laughs> like, where if you flip the light switch on, the sink turns on type, type deal. <laughs> or, like, if you're in a car and you press the gas and your headlights turn on. Something, <laughs> something, something like that, man. Just, uh, just made you more twisted. Dude, imagine you had a car that was, like, wired so badly that you would turn up the volume on your music and it would start driving. Imagine learning to drive like that. Like, figuring out what does what and just, like, you have to drive like that. Pressing the horn um, changes the radio station, maybe. Or maybe it's Dude, stops. have you seen the videos where they rewire somebody's uh, brakes to the horn so that every time they hit oh, the brakes, funny. it honks at the people in front? That's such a funny oh, prank. Every single time that they hit the, the brake, it honks. You know what happened to me? An absolute nightmare. So I had a bottle, a water bottle or some oh. kind of bottle, Gatorade bottle. I was driving, eh? Uh, it was empty. I dropped it. And I think I forgot about it because I think it went out. I thought it went under my seat. One day I start like I'm driving, and I can't put I can't accelerate past a certain point. I'm wondering what's going on. I'm like it's locking up, like, it won't work. So I had to actually pull over and check what was going on. Turns out that bottle was underneath. I am so lucky it wasn't under my brake. Yeah, Dude, that could that's a bad. very common accident, eh? Yeah, yeah. the bottle under the brake. That was scary, dude. When I seen that, I was like, "Thank goodness it was under my accelerator, under the brake." That would have been a whole different story. Anyway, oh, dude, I actually wanted to ask this question. So, me and Adam, Adam texted me. You texted me after our uh, our podcast about the Nephilim and all our, you know, strange supernatural. I guess there's not. I don't. The word supernatural or whatever is kind of... Unexplained. Um, it's kind of... Uh, it, was, it was more of a spiritual... Um, spiritual... Like, kind of questioning, like, what's going on. Unknown, paranormal, yeah. Nephilim. But, the, like, the word supernatural is kind of like... Uh, I've been listening to this podcast that ex- that talks about a lot of this weird stuff. And there's somebody on there who talks about a lot of this crazy stuff. But he seems like he's a little bit more of a logical person. So he attaches logic to a lot of um, these topics of like cryptids and, and, and Nephilim and such. And he said he just really doesn't like the term um, supernatural because it's like supernatural or like interdimensional because he's like it's an easy way to uh figure out what some of these things are like if there's for example like let's for example like bigfoot people will say oh well it's supernatural or or uh it's easy why like why we can't find bigfoot oh easy he's interdimensional he's like oh yeah people just say these things and then they figure it out you know what I mean? It's just like, then the question ends. Like, the intrigue stops. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no further digging into what it is. They just, like, kind of come up with this thing. Anyway, that was a rabbit hole. But I wanted to ask this question. You said you had some strange experiences as well. Yes. And it kind of got you to think a little bit more about this type of stuff. Yes. I'm really curious as to what these, like, uh, what these occurrences were. Like, these strange occurrences. Okay, so I've had multiple different experiences where I kind of 
like didn't know exactly what happened. Some of them more abnormal than others. And one specific, okay, so let, I'll start with one, a, a bit of a smaller one, for example. So I'm not sure if you know where Road 3 here close to Merlin is closed because of the Hacienda Farms. They closed off the road, uh, Highway 3 around the corner, and now we've got to take a gravel road to work yep. every day or to church. So basically, this isn't just me. My buddy George and his brother have experienced some weird stuff there before. I was coming from Concession 3, so for context, Concession 3 is um, south of this road. Okay. So I have to drive from Concession 3 to this road and then turn left. So I pulled on to, what's it called, Coatsworth Road, which is the road that leads to, dude, I don't even know the name of that road. But anyways, I'm driving down this road, and I see a vehicle pull in front of me. Not a big deal. It's nighttime. Vehicle pulls in front of me. Whatever. I look down to change my radio for a second. Look up. Vehicle's gone. And there's no way in that little amount of time it could have pulled into a driveway and turned off its lights. Like, there was not a big enough driveway. There was nowhere it could have parked in that time. It was just gone. Like, nothing left of it. Fast forward a couple weeks later, my buddy George said that he had seen a guy pass him on the dirt road. Like, he was the guy was coming from head on and he passed him the other way. He looked in his rear view. Nothing. Guy's gone. Another time, his brother was driving around a corner close to there, seen a vehicle up in front of him, go around the corner, he gets around the corner, it's also gone. Like, no trace of him at all. This is on Highway 3? Close to Highway 3, like right off of it. It's on that gravel road. Yeah, that gravel road and... I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. See, if somebody, like if it would have just been you and you look down the car's gone, I'd be like, well, maybe there's a reasonable explanation. Maybe something happened. Maybe he just, you know, you look down, he's gone, you know? He, the guy turned fast. But the fact that it was, like, you and, like, multiple other people, because I know George, mm-hmm. and I, I, I've known his, like, his family. So the fact that you and other people have seen this happen is kind of weird. And to make it more credible, yeah, at the time where they saw the vehicle disappear around the corner, it was George and his brother that both seen it. It wasn't just one of them that, like, that, that you can't explain that their minds were messing with them. They both saw this happen. I don't know. I, d- I don't doubt that yeah. something like that could happen. There's weird stuff that happens out there. All the time. I'm kind of, like, crossing my fingers for some sort of experience. I have like, literally nothing. I, like, I was driving down Highway 3 the other day, and, I, like, I was just driving back from, I think it, we were coming from Windsor. So from Windsor coming back this way, and just past Kingsville, a car pulled up behind me. And I was driving along, and all of a sudden, like, I looked back in the rearview mirror, and he's not there anymore. And there was no other roads to turn off. I thought it was just in my head for a second, but now that you mention it, it's, it's, right, in the, it's right around the same area that you're talking about. Yeah. It's, like, right close to Kingsville, right? No, 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 no. This is... This is close to Wheatley. Yeah. Close to Wheatley? Okay. Past Wheatley, This actually. happened to me close to Kingsville. Okay. But, no, there is some sketchy stuff that's, that's happening. I don't know. That- like, it could have it just been... My brain messing with me, but like I looked in the mirror, and he was behind me. And then a little further down the road, I looked in the mirror again. He was not there. I honestly but. don't like that excuse that people use that they're like, "Oh, your brain was messing with you." I'm like, dude, I was completely clear in my head. Like there was nothing that would have caused me to make my mind mess with me at that moment. See, there's people as if they don't know something, or if there's not a logical explanation for something, there's people that just want to explain it away because. It makes them uncomfortable to think that there's strange occurrences out there or 
the possibility of strange creatures, the possibility of having a weirder history than we realize, all these things, there's people that don't like the idea of that being possible. I, I, I would say that I'm one of those people that doesn't like that idea, but I like I believe that's that stuff is out there. I just like it freaks me out. It scares the crap out of me. Like last week, after we had the Nephilim talk, uh like we were talking in the basement a little bit more, um, and my wife brought up the black eyed children. Oh so, yeah. <laughs> that night. Not, not not that night, the night after, I was up fairly late and I heard the doorbell ring. Three times. <laughs> no. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, I'm not going out there. I'm staying right here. Oh, dude, that freaked me out. And I don't know, like, the, like there's so much scary stuff out there. It, like, see, I wonder, like, oftentimes when you hear something about that, it's like you experience that thing pretty soon. Yep. Yeah. But I wonder if it's your mind playing tricks on you, or that's just actually happening because they know you're thinking about it. See, uh, what I've realized recently, I, I used to not dream a lot, but recently I have began to dream again. And every time I have a dream, it has something to do with what happened the night before the day that like during that day, like we had talked about a certain conversation. I would have a dream about like something about that. And it always comes back to it. Like something that mm-hmm. happened the day before in my mind gets creative and like creates this sort of dream that doesn't make any sense. But it has something to do with multiple things that happen through the day. Yeah. It's like your mind's trying to jumble everything together. Mm-hmm. And it, honestly, it scares you sometimes. Yeah, I, I get freaked out about that stuff so easily. Okay. One time I had... Okay, so I was listening to a podcast on sleep paralysis. And I'm sure you know what sleep paralysis oh, is. Oh, yeah. Like Justin, uh, I believe, had uh, some type of sleep paralysis experience. My brother... Did you not? Um, it was a little bit more of me. It was like a lucid dream, except I couldn't wake myself up. So he basically he was in a lucid dream, but couldn't wake himself up. And then there was a creature in your closet, right? I don't know. There was like a couple monsters or demons or whatever. That's yeah. That's and basically stuck in my room and I couldn't get out. And you couldn't move. But yeah, yeah. Continue. Continue. So, I I have not experienced sleep paralysis that I know of. Because this didn't, what happened to me didn't seem like a symptom of sleep paralysis. I'm pretty sure you would know if yeah. you have sleep. Because I have an uncle who has had had sleep paralysis, and he said it's terrifying. Oh, I believe that. Like the stories I've heard, they sound absolutely terrifying. And that's the like this is the first time I listened to it. So of course I'm freaking out because I'm going to bed. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, dude, I'm gonna fall asleep, and this is gonna happen to me. But I kid you not, I felt something grab my leg underneath my sheets, and I nearly shat myself. And I don't know if this was just a figment of my imagination, but it scared the living crap out of me. And I barely fell asleep. That I fell asleep like basically in a frog pose because I didn't dare to keep my legs towards the end of the bed. Damn. I uh, literally the other night, it wasn't too long ago. It was like two days after we had the podcast of the Nephilim and stuff. Me and Johnny went to uh, I don't know if you guys know where Texas Road is. Texas Road, like the steakhouse. No, Texas Road is apparently a haunted road in Amherstburg, and there's a, a graveyard near there, and there's, like, people that apparently have had seen and heard weird things there, and me and my buddy went. It was just me and Johnny. We went there at night, middle of the night. 
we went down this trail with woods on both sides and we went to the the graveyard it was just me and him because we wanted to see if something would happen nothing happened but on the way there we kept seeing weird stuff in the sky like weird lights like like a bunch of them showing up like all over the place i'm telling you i am telling you if you look at this if you pay attention if you just take the time to pay attention to your surroundings and what's going on around you there's just there's weird stuff man you notice stuff like people that just like focus on one thing like like for driving for example i know people their eyes are basically the road that's it where there's me and i'm driving at night i notice every little thing around me like, Noticing the little eyes that are yeah, off to the corner, the like, raccoons and the... I literally seen a raccoon the other day, like, it was like probably 100, 150 feet out onto a field. And I'm like, dude, there was a raccoon there. I'm like, what the frick are you talking about? How do you see that far? I'm like, I just know what's around me. Like, I'm, I'm watching because you never know what's going to come out of nowhere. Yeah, I've hit deer three times. I've, I've, I'm paying attention. Like, literally, like, if I'm driving, same thing. There will be a raccoon way out in the middle of nowhere. I'll actually stop my car back up and like turn my headlights towards it to check whatever's in the field dude if you hit a deer does your insurance cover that i didn't i never told the insurance every single time that i hit it i hit it once with my parents vehicle it wasn't bad deer was fine dented the vehicle a little bit i think the deer probably just got a little bruised i was going decently slow um the first time i hit a deer that deer was messed up it was messed up I snuck out in the middle of the night with my buddy. We're going down. We're, we're flying down the road. I'm going about 100. All I see is a head and boom. I see a head and boom. Like, that's it. That's how fast it was. I didn't, like, it didn't even have time to jump in front of my car. I just, like, hit its head going 100 miles per hour. And it spun around and hit the back of my car. So the side of my car is dented. And the deer is, like, bleeding out of its face and out of its ass, man. And it's, like, on the road, and it's, like, laying down. I was, like, shit. And I felt so bad. I was, like, oh, crap. Like, you know, I got like, to put this thing down. I had a hatchet in the back of my car. Oh. <laughs> so, so I'm, like, well, I guess I got to do this. So I stopped the car. My buddy's in there, and he's, like, you're going to kill it with the hatchet? I'm, like, yeah, I mean, I got to. So I go grab the hatchet. I'm walking up to the deer and it stands up and I was like, "Hey, no, you know what? I'm not getting kicked in the face." <laughs> hey, I'm, no. I'm like, "I'm not getting the kicked in the face." It's like, you know, I feel bad, but I'm like, "Nah." And so I get back in the car and I was like, "Dude, I don't know what to do. Like, should I throw it?" Like <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, "Yeah, dude, throw it. Check, dude, just whip, like whip it, dude." Uh, he's like telling me, he's like so adamant. He's like, "Yeah, you got to." And I'm like, "No, I can't." Like I'm thinking, oh, no, I can't. I don't want to injure it worse. Like, it just, like, not kill it. So it walked onto somebody's property, and, and it was in the middle of the night. I didn't want to call my parents. I didn't know what to do, so I think it died on that person's yard. Imagine <laughs> that person's reaction to just seeing a dead deer in their lawn in the middle of in the next morning. Like That's definitely been mangled by something. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what's hilarious? There was, a, a, like, a, when I was in a, living in Alberta... My aunt, my aunt and uncles, like some of our relatives, were telling me over there. There's a they live in a valley, so there's some sections where people live, where they have like a basically a cliff in their backyard. Like their backyard is like, it's a small little backyard and then just a cliff. And 
there's a road at the top of the cliff, and apparently deer will sometimes jump over the railing and they just fall into somebody's yard and die. Yikes. It was like reindeer. <laughs> reindeer. Not gonna lie, I would pay just to watch that. Like that would be why deer suicide. Freak yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like okay. throwing a rock off a cliff into water. Only this has a nice splat. Yeah. So that was one weird experience that you said you had. Uh, I know the fo- there was the foot one. Is there any other ones, or is that? Is There's that one. I'm not sure if you remember this because you were there. But it was youth camp in Michigan the one time. Okay. This is, I don't, I can't say for sure that it was a skinwalker, but this is the most unexplained one that I've had. <laughs> like, I don't, don't honestly, don't even put a label on it because as soon as you say, "Oh, it was a skinwalker," everybody's gonna say it's bullshit. Yeah, because so I just honestly, say, just say you seen something you didn't know what it was. <laughs> no, it's what I didn't see that scared the shit out of me. Okay. Because like, so. We were walking down the trails in the middle of the night in these woods at this youth camp that we were at. And we we're just walking, kind of just like chilling. All of a sudden, we get to this one sign, passed it during the day a bunch of times. Dude, I remember what you were talking about. Yes. There was that noise. Yes. That kept popping up. And as soon as we got to the sign, this noise started coming from our left slash forward. It was so, following us? No, no, no. We were following it, and it kept staying a certain distance away and leading us into the woods. So we started following it, and we're like, okay, this is getting us a little too far out here. So we're like, yeah, freak, no, we're out. So we go back, and it's, okay, actually, no, it stopped It stopped making noise. So we're like, okay, we can't find it now. We're going to head back. We head back. We get back to the sign where it started, and it starts screaming or whatever again. We're like, hell no, we're out of here. We go back. We tell, I think it was you and Johnny about it, and you're like, dude, we got to check this out too. So we're like, all right, bet, whatever. We go back, same thing. We get to the sign, and this thing starts doing this again. We keep following, only this time it keeps making the noise. We get further and further into the woods, and this thing, it does not get any closer, does not get any further away. Like, is it on the paths, or is it into the actual woods? It was into the actual woods. Like, it almost sounded like it was in the trees, but, like, you could almost not tell exactly where it was coming from because it just seemed like it was leading us into the woods further and further. And finally, we're like, you know what? screw this we're out we're gonna head back when i got home i did a bunch of research on like like animals that live around michigan there's not a single animal that makes a sound even similar to that the nearest thing was an elk that i found and an elk doesn't live in michigan so what it was i don't know but all i know is that was sketchy and now now when i start listening to like these weird stories i start like getting a little bit of connections and i'm like that could have been something, but I'm not sure. Don't elks have like kind of a roaring sound? A very high pitched like. It's kind whine. of like a high pitched, like a like a weird like a bugle like. Yeah, but this this was like, like they, an elk is like a very elongated high pitched sound, and this was like yeah. like a, a sudden like just it made a sound and then done. Yeah, it was and like then, a. It was not like. It was almost like a weird, strange howl type sound. Yeah, but very high pitched. Like, not a coyote. I know that for sure. Well, because it was in the trees, dude. Yeah. I remember this. I remember this. 
there was multiple guys here. Johnny was there. You were there. Tim. I was there. Tim was there. I think Kyle was there, too. Uh, yeah, I think Kyle was there. We just kept following this thing into the woods, kept making a noise. Dumbass but, idea. Like, literally, we wouldn't get any closer. We'd be like, oh, it's right there. We'd get up to the point where it was, and then it was farther away, and we'd go and follow it even farther, and it was farther away. We just kept going and going and going and going. We couldn't get near this thing. And if I'm not mistaken, when we finally left and we got to the sign, it stopped again. I think that's what happened. It was that that part's a little foggy on me, but I feel like it did stop when we got back. I can't remember exactly. I, all I know, I thought it was like an like an, a strange animal, but like the fact that we couldn't get like close to it, it just kept going, and it was in the trees. Like it wasn't, or we like like you said, it was hard to tell where it was coming from. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, like this this story literally popped back into my head like earlier this year, and I was like, dude. I can't believe I forgot about that. This was like one of the weirdest experiences I've had, and it just completely slipped my mind. Yeah, that was a, that was a strange moment. I think you were at that youth camp. I would have been, yep. Yeah, you. Were, it was when uh, me and Andy and a bunch of guys got caught vaping. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was so ashamed of you. Who? Who was the all youth ashamed? leaders? Oh yeah, but is what it is. But hey, back to the paranormal. There's a movie in theaters right now. And I don't really, I'm not like that crazy about advertising movies, but this movie is worth watching. Everybody should go watch it in theaters. It's called Nope. Nope? Nope. It is a thriller movie. Probably the best thriller movie I've ever watched. There, it has to do with UFOs, aliens, and I can't even explain the way it's like put together. Is it the one with the farm? There's like yep. the horses? Yep. Oh, I've seen the it trailer is, to that. I literally, my hair stood up at certain scenes. It was that beautiful. And I have watched every horror movie you can probably think of. Beautiful. It was like good. It was like beautifully made. And it wasn't It wasn't graphic. And it wasn't like dirty. It was just a good keep you on the edge of your seat the entire two hours kind of movie. Okay. And okay. watch it in theaters because they filmed it. With the IMAX cameras, and they have IMAX theaters to play this footage back. And it just, like, if you don't watch it in theaters, you're going to miss out. Dude, that sounds like a movie. And it just came enjoy. out last weekend, so go watch. Like, literally, take time. Everybody listening to this, go watch Nope. It's so good. I also am going to have to do a shout-out. Uh, I think I told you to listen to it. If you're, like, if you are into unexplained things, things you find strange, um... Like if you if you like those types of conversations, if you like the conversations about Nephilim or the possibility of having a really strange history, go check out the podcast Blurry Creatures. Um, I've been listening to it. I don't. I wouldn't take everything to heart because I think there's a a mixture of absolute insanity. <laughs> like I listen to some episodes and certain things that some of the people on the podcast say, and I'm just like. Nut job. And then and then there's like some things that some people say that I'm just like, yo, that actually makes a lot of sense. And some of the people I feel like they say things that to me are just like, nah, you're crazy. But then there's something else that they say that's just like, oh, yo, this actually makes quite a bit of sense. So if you're into it and if you have an open mind, I would definitely give it a, give it a listen. Give it a try. Blurry Creatures. I would check it out. 
check it out. I'll have to look into that. I haven't gotten time around it. I'm too busy listening to Doughboys. Boys. <laughs> Heck <laughs> yeah, to man. Good to hear. Um, also, should we wrap this up? Yeah, we're about that, about ready for that. Okay. Um, yeah, so our guest was Adam. We liked having you on. Glad to be on. Um, we can do it again sometime. Heck, I'm down. If you liked it. Um, if uh, Go give us a good rating. Five stars. Where can they find our Instagram? Schmort. Go on Instagram. Hit that search bar. Search at the Doy Boys with a Z. We are talking about potentially starting some merch soon, so start saving up for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, grind. And uh, if you guys want, I've said this before, if you want us to do an advertisement for anything, just give us 10 bucks and we will shout you out on the podcast. <laughs> $10. We are desperate for money. We have made $0 revenue and we'd like to have our first dollar. <laughs> I feel like we gotta give Dude, back. my cousin wanted to pay me five bucks to shout his window cleaning service out. I refused the money, but shout out to your window cleaning service. <laughs> Go hire see? at the Clean Genie. Oh, I seen I seen that Clean Instagram Genie. page the other day. At the Clean Genie. He cleans windows. Very well. Yeah. Like And you... uh KSI and Logan Paul sponsor us. Please. <laughs> Please be we buy we your are drinks. Desperate. <laughs> We're desperate. <laughs> anyway, episode 35. Doy boys. Doy boys. Thank you for listening again. Please. Please. Follow us on Instagram. That's all for today, but. Tune in again, special host Mitty and Joey and their bestest friends.